life matters to the kingdom. Let them know, let them know. Let them know that they loved and appreciated so much. Ah, oh, man. It's nothing like death to remind you about living. And more than the buildings and the cars and the businesses we're looking for, Jesus came for you and me that we can be with him for eternity. We are so grateful. Lord, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for all that you're doing and all that you're about to do. We give you thanks and praise. Everybody gave a good amen. Come on, do it a little stronger. Say amen. And everybody online, God bless you. Thank you for being in service with us this morning. Let's get into the word of God. Amen and amen. Thank you, my team. You guys have been amazing this morning. We appreciate it so much. If you're joining us with us for the first time online, please let us know where it's from. We, we go back and we check all the comments and we're connecting with everybody so that we can know that you are part of what God is doing in our lives. And if you're here for the very first time in service this morning, just give us a wave. Let us know that you're here for the first. Oh, there's some waves over there. Come on, just greet the people. And people, are, come on, come on, appreciate them. Good morning to you. It's great to have you in service this morning. Thank you for being with us this morning. And um, I think there are some donuts and coffee. If you just take after service. We'd like to connect with you. That'll be great. Thank you so much for being with us. God bless you. I am starting a new series. In fact, it's a follow-on from Wednesday night just to teach concerning uh, the kingdom of God and what it means for your life and for mine. Um, you're going to help me. I'm just, we're trying to find a decent tree that will get this message through. And so the Lord will help us. I'm dealing with manifesting the kingdom of God. And I, if you could assist me with that, it would be great. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, um, in the season, really, in many ways, locate people. You're, you're dealing with a location issue for many people. Uh, what the pandemic has done for many people, it's thrown them off. They don't really know where they at spiritually, is God okay with them, uh, where do they fit in, thank you so much. Um, and I'm, I've been called to come down to preach in Cape Town, I'll see you end of November, to all the families in Cape Town. We've got a good few sessions, Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, a couple of things unfolding, so we're working with people, our family and partners in Cape Town as well. Because there's something about the church needing to locate itself. And God has put a word in my spirit. Don't miss Wednesday night. How was Wednesday night? We'll have you in-house. Come on, we will have you in-house on Wednesday. I'm, I'm helping leaders understand, people understand. Tonight, today I want to teach on um, the season of promotion. People don't know that God really promotes in His kingdom. God is a promoter of... His business, he's looking for people that he can send into the fields. He's, he's watching how you swim, he's watching how you uh, move in his kingdom. And um, this morning, Kaz has got the highest promotion. 
to be in the presence of Almighty God. Amen. That's beautiful to see. So I know for us, we're weeping, but um, one day we all have to go there. Amen. And you better make sure that God has the final say in your life, not the devil. Amen. And so um, she's here. I did not realize she's in service. We love you, my baby. We are praying for you. Amen. 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 She's very strong. And I don't want her to be. I want her to just to lay a bit and be healed in the season. Very strong leader. I didn't realize she was in service. And so what God is doing in the season is he's looking to promote people. This is what the Lord put in my spirit for you. It's the way his kingdom works. It's the way God operates in his kingdom. You need to know some things that makes for your promotion. And so, um, go with me to Revelation chapter 5 and verse 12. There are a couple of things that you need to know in the kingdom of God. Um, just to quickly reintroduce where we're at and why this tree. Is there are three groups of people concerning the kingdom. There is the crowd that follows us. There is the congregation that celebrates with us. Welcome to service. Clap your hands. That's you this morning. You're not just in the crowd somewhere. You're not just stuck somewhere. You are in service. You are part of the congregation. And that's beautiful. But then there is the core that makes sacrifices with us. And the core is divided into three. You have volunteers, you have leaders, and you have sons. So when you come into any church and you want to form part of what they're doing, um, and you begin to volunteer, I'm speaking to the core, I'm not speaking to the crowd, you're not just going to church, you want to be formed part of volunteering and bringing your gift to the table. God then will graft you in according to Romans chapter 11. He grafts you into the vine. He brings you in. And what happens with your life is what should have taken 20 years or 14 years to get to a certain place. Because of the grafting in process, this particular branch draws from the roots of the ministry or from the organization. And the root system feeds that branch. And that branch begins to accelerate before it's time. That's how God accelerates your life. So when he brings you into a church, a local assembly, he, you need to understand that um, you can enjoy it. Please, as the congregation, enjoy it. Eat of the fruit. We're finding people come here for one week, and they're in the right service at the right time, and boom, you know, a, a deal that was, they were fighting this particular man for, for millions. Um, he walked into the service. He called me the next week. He says, I came once to your service, and the, the deal came through. I've been waiting for the thing for three years. And so something can happen to you just being in the service. The atmosphere of your home and your life can shift just because you are in the service. Look at your neighbor say, good choice this morning. You came, you had the right place at the right time. You're doing the right thing. Amen.
next thing to do. You give an hour of your time, you come, you don't come, whatever. You know, I mean, I appreciate it. I'm just not saying it that way in a demeaning way. I'm saying that it's not a big deal. If you move churches or go somewhere else and you had no responsibility, it's just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, um, you think of, of Cain who, who killed Abel. Cain became a wanderer. He was not rooted anywhere. It's a curse to wander around. It's a curse. And so when you get planted into a church, grafted in, we have a way to bring on people into the ministry, be a part of what we're doing, then find your gift, or just go and start serving somewhere. You might might not be gifted in that area, but you start to serve somewhere. And so it allows you then to form part of the organization, meet new relationships, understand the vision, our strategy, the structure, and and yeah, that's a good one around the structure because I then can move from being a volunteer, I then can come into the stem or the trunk of the ministry, which makes then me um, somebody that people can depend upon more. You with me? I then form part of the leadership structure, and then I go from there into, I can eventually come into the place of the roots of the organization. This is when you have a relationship with your father because sons are found in the roots of the organization. It's when I begin to know who you are and you know who I am really. And then I begin to speak to you about your inheritance. Come on Wednesday, we need to speak to you. (laughs) There's much going on in my spirit. There's much. Because um, the Bible says that the earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Not a volunteer, not a leader. It's in the earth is waiting for you. You are not here by accident. My whole focus is when I, I appreciate the leaders and I, I look, I work with leaders across the globe. And I help them build their ministries and do it. But they're not my sons. I, I have leadership training. I help business people. I work with strategies across the globe. They bring me around boardroom tables for that reason to empower other leaders. And so I can work with you as a leader. I can work with you as a volunteer. I can work with you as a congregation. I can work with you as the crowd. Or I can work with you as a son. So we need to know who we're speaking to. And you need to locate yourself and whether you're going to grow for 2023 and how you're going to position yourself in the kingdom of God because God promotes. He's always looking to promote people. And so the scripture I want you to see this morning is in Revelations chapter 5. Revelation, it's not Revelations. It's only one revelation. It's revelation of Jesus Christ. Everybody clap your hands for Jesus. So he's looking to promote his people. So saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain. There are seven things you must be aware of if you are going to come into a place of promotion. Number one, is to receive power. Number two is riches. Number three is wisdom. Strength is four. Five, honor. Six, glory. Seven, blessing. The seven is the number of perfection. It is, if you understand these seven things, you begin to manifest the kingdom of God. So, You don't really manifest the kingdom of God just being a part of the crowd or a congregation or even a volunteer. 
I can raise you up and deal specifically with your organization and you become a leader. In my organization, I need leaders that are connected to what we are busy doing so they can help the volunteers and reach the crowd and also reach and help our congregation. But when God raises a man, He takes him, my life, my home, for Kingdom Life Embassy. This is the name of the church. And I'm Apostle Max. Good to meet you. Amen. My life, my home, uh, worked for Holland Insurance for many, many years. Systems analyst, earning plenty of money. God took my, my job. God took my pension. God took, I say mine. I mean, it's all his, right? But he took all of it, including my house. And he said, I'm going to need all of this. And I'm going to throw it into the foundation of this ministry. Your family, your home, your marriage. Tell your wife she can't go and work anymore. She's going to pray for you. That's all she's done for the last 20 years. Now you know why I'm preaching like this? Because of a praying wife. Everybody say amen. Because that's what God would do. God would take all of the man's life and he would throw it into the foundation and he becomes the roots of the organization. But the way God's going to continue this organization when I pass on is that there must be sons who carry the same DNA, who has the same root system that can push forth the ministry to the next level. Are you with me? Because God is a generational God and He's going to keep on moving His, His kingdom forward through His sons. He doesn't do it through strangers. He doesn't do it through people that's, that's unfaithful. He doesn't do it through people that don't care about His kingdom. God is concerned about His kingdom. He's not so much concerned about your business and your home and your life. He's concerned about that His kingdom is extended. And so the moment you find somebody who understands these seven, they then become valuable for the kingdom of God. And God then goes and fetches them, sometimes from the crowd, sometimes from, as a volunteer, sometimes in leadership, and He pulls them further down into the roots of the kingdom. Are you with me? When you get promoted, this is an upside down kingdom. God don't take you higher for promotion. He takes you lower. Because you're going to feed the roots. You see, this year is dependent upon the fact and how well the root system does. Jesus, He ministered to the crowd. He could feed them. But He spent three and a half years with His disciples in the roots. And changed the culture so they could function out of a different system. Everybody with me? So it's really important to locate yourself. Because, you know, I'm just part of the congregation. I don't want no um, obligation. I don't want to make any commitments. Fine. The Lord still loves you. The question you need to ask yourself, I ask people, have you ever thought about your life? Have you thought about your inheritance? Have you thought about the thing that belongs to you? Let's get into some scripture and I'll just back what I'm saying. Because when you come down into the roots of the kingdom, you'll find power, you'll find riches, you'll find wisdom, you'll find strength, you'll find honor, glory, and blessing. So when you're dealing with power, I mean, I'm going to go through all seven of them as the weeks go on. This morning, I want to touch on one only so that you can get clarity about getting an understanding about how the kingdom works so that you can understand. But you know, just let's take one for power. When you're dealing with the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer, that's what's happening. The wealth gap is increasing. You don't close the wealth gap with money. You close the wealth gap with power. He had to give Moses power 
to deal with Pharaoh because the demonic systems and poverty won't let people go unless there's a demonstration of God's power in their lives. He gives you power to get wealth. So when God deals with the devil, the devil don't play nice. You're going to have to have some power. Everybody shout power. Come on, somebody. Say power. Because God's going to put, you can't move. He said, don't you move outside of me unless you have some power. Because the devil don't understand nice. He's not a gentleman. You're going to deal with him the way he's, he's, he's wicked. I mean, he doesn't care whether you're seven years old or 97 years old. I mean, we, we prayed for people with cancer the week before. I mean, that was an, an, an eight-year-old man. 90, is he 90, I think? Him and his wife. And the next week, he's dealing with a 14-year-old girl that must, that, that must be buried. And you think the devil's playing fair. You have an enemy, man. And the devil hates you. Because of one reason only, you're made in the image of Almighty God. So whenever you're dealing with the devil, you don't deal with, 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 he's not a nice man. He's not a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. But the, the devil isn't. He'll come and sit in your house, mess with it, mess with your mind, mess with your money. And so what I want to deal with is a, is a couple of them that's in here. Um, we're going to touch quickly on wisdom. And may the Lord give strength to the, our families in the season. Because it comes out of the kingdom soil. You got translated into the kingdom. And this is kingdom soil. And if you honor the kingdom and put it first. Uh, there was a, there's a man that found treasure in a field. And he went and he bought the whole field. Because he knew that that soil would produce for him. This is why you must belong to a church. And why you must understand the kingdom of God. More than being saved. You need to know what's in the kingdom for you. And so, let's deal with honor and wisdom. Let's pick out two of them quickly this morning, and let's go in that direction. I, I, I want you to know how God promotes this morning. I want you to know because I really feel by the Spirit of God, God's about to raise some people up in the season. But it's going to astound you. It's not going to be a three-year wait. You'll find in three months, God's about to raise up a generation that will be able to say, Oh my God, I didn't know that was on you. I didn't know that God could do that through you. Come on, shout, it's my season for promotion. Come on, shout it again. Say, it's my season for promotion. So here we go. Mike Murdoch says, wisdom, and why you need wisdom, that's why you see in there, there's no money. He doesn't speak about money in those seven things. You're chasing after money. You're chasing after the wrong thing. Because money is a man-made construct. God never made it. God gives you power to get wealth. It's for another day. <laughs> you get into the kingdom of God, you must search for wisdom because when you find wisdom, you'll find all the riches you're looking for. So when you're sitting here and you're taking notes, that's wise. Amen. Anybody that's taking some notes, just let your neighbor know, mm, you're being wise, really, really wise. Amen. So wisdom, Mike Murdoch says, is the ability to recognize difference. Difference in people, difference in moments, difference in money. I don't spend all of my hundred. Ten percent belongs to the Lord. Everybody shout, that's wisdom. Because wisdom is the ability to recognize difference. Sunday, I don't go running around trying to find business deals. I go to church and honor God. I went to the United States. We come from Chicago. And you will not find a Chick-fil-A open on a Sunday. 
He's a born-again believer. He shuts down Chick-fil-A on a Sunday to honor God. And he makes more money than everybody else. He's wise. Because wisdom is the ability to recognize difference, difference in people. You know, sometimes you, get, you come from the same family, but people don't recognize the different gifts in all the family. We, we, we're nine in the family. In fact, we're more like 11. Two's passed on, my dad had, so he, he had fun. Not so much for us, but anyway. The gifts in every one of us are different. Wisdom's the ability to recognize that you don't come from the Holland family only. You come from God and your uniqueness is in Him. So when you recognize your children and every gift around you, you'll find that in, next door to you is actually somebody who's about to get promoted and you don't even know it. Come on, may the Lord give you wisdom this morning. Wisdom is the ability to recognize difference in people in a moment. I'm telling you, I feel promotions in the atmosphere. An opportunity in value. Fingers, hair, and heart. You must understand all of that. That's wisdom is the ability to recognize difference. Why do you need wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to recognize difference. Why? Why do you want to look for difference? The reason why we look for difference is so we may know whom to honor. That's why you don't only have one God. Which God are you going to honor? Can I give you a hint? Jesus, the Lord says, they, 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 they all sing, this is, it's, it's Allah and it's, it's whoever. I mean, just every kind of leader. That's what Jesus did, what God did. He says, the people are complaining, strip them down. Take Aaron's rod, take 12 rods for the tribes. I'll show you who's my leader. Strips him down. Takes, cuts it off from the tree. Puts it in the presence of Almighty God. Put their names on it. And the next morning, a rod that was disconnected from a natural source began to bloom, bud, bloom, and produce. And the Lord says, out of the twelve, Aaron's my leader. So how does it work for anybody that understands life? Give me all the leaders. Bring Muhammad, bring, bring every one of them. Let's kill them. Let's strip them. The one that is raised that I raise up. You're not doing Jesus right this morning. You should be shouting and giving him some praise. He was raised from the dead. Now you know which leader to follow. There's no confusion. That's for another day. So you honor the one. Wisdom is, now I see the leaders. Honor is the willingness to reward someone for their difference. So here we go. If you fail in life, we can trace it back to a place where you failed to honor. Dishonor is a destiny thief. If you get it right in life, 
and you walk with the Spirit of God and you begin to learn how to honor this generation. If there's one message God has to give me to preach for the rest of my days, I would take honor. I would teach this generation how to honor. Honor your mother and your father that your days may be lengthened. The word generation means the ration of genes. It says, if you honor your mother and your father, I won't ration your genes to one generation. I'll make it multiply. So when you're dealing with God and you get it right, joy is not an event. It's God's reward system for making good choices. Look at your neighbor saying, good choice this morning, good choice to be here this morning. Amen. Because you serve a God of honor. Psalms 138 verse 2. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and, for, and your truth. For you have magnified your word above your name. God honors his word above his name. So when I use his word, God will come and make sure your need is met. Not so much for me because God is honoring his own word. Do you remember the man Moses? God gave him a word and the people were thirsty. The first time he says, hit the rock, he does. Water comes out. The next time they're thirsty, he says, he's thirsty. He says switch the system. Mo. Switch it. Because I don't want people to think that you're the only one that can get it right. I can promote anybody who gets the system right. So if, if, if people think it's only on you that you got the rod and you eat it, then that's the only time that God speaks. I'm now changing the system that everybody can get it. Because Moses, I want you to teach them a new system. The system is that you can speak to the rock. Because I put I gave everybody a mouth. Everybody doesn't have a rod. But I give everybody my word. I can put my word in their mouths. And if they speak to the rock, they can also get water from the rock. Moses failed to switch systems. And Moses was pulled out of God's system. He says, you're messing with my plan. Your life is up. Go and bury yourself. Because Moses was so deep in God's system, that anybody that's in the culture of the kingdom, when you get it wrong, it affects everybody in the kingdom. God, I used to always say that the higher you go, the stricter the protocol. No, it's the lower you go, the stricter the protocol. Why? Because when the roots are damaged and it is infected, it affects everybody in the kingdom. I can't tolerate anybody down here so low with me that is not honorable because it, it robs everybody else from their destiny. Because there's, there's a 14 year old here, 15 year old here that's looking for destiny. There's somebody online that's asking, How does this whole system work? Now, when I give you the mic and you misrepresent the kingdom of God, I've got to take it back because you're messing. With someone's destiny. Because the root system is affecting the, the branches. So I'm not trying to fetch, you know, all the people and just try to entertain them. We did that in a season. 
My whole focus, I'm 59. I've got to make sure that the root system of this organization is solid and healthy. So that when somebody who's broke, busted, and disgusted, that doesn't know who they are, stuck on drugs, walks through this organization, there should be enough in the root system of this organization to deal with every chain, with every shackle, with every lie, with poverty, with divorce, with suicidal thoughts. There should be enough anointing in this house to deal with whatever you're fighting this morning. Whatever you're fighting this morning. And even if somebody's passed on, we still sing a hallelujah. So, when you're dealing with the kingdom of God, if God honors His word above His name, it means principle above personality. So I don't care about your personality. And I don't really care about your gift. I want to know, can you honor God and His Word? Can you be a team player? Can you feed the roots? Can you honor God? Can you walk in the blessing? Can you, can you behave? Can you behave? When you become a person of honor, watch what God says. 1 Samuel 2 verse 30. You, you serve a God of honor, man. Therefore, the, the Lord of God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now, the Lord says, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Have you ever met people that Ah, this thing doesn't work with God. They prayed and God doesn't answer. I know when I pray, I need an answer from God. It doesn't have to go the way I want it to go, but God's going to answer me. And tell me that heaven's had the final say, now don't ask me anymore. And I have to accept it. But God's going to answer me. Why? If I'm a man of honor and you're a woman of honor, then you can expect God to answer you when you call. You got a thousand applications. For one job. Your, your application is right in the middle. You honor God. God will make sure they go right to the middle of that pile. And pull your application out. And put it to the top of the pile. Why? Because these are people that honor God. Now the rest don't honor God. What, is, what does the Bible say? You honor me. I'll put weight on your life. I'll make you heavy. Anybody doesn't honor me, you just stay in the queue. And it was, oops, I, I'm pulling this one out. Your name was on it. And the person says, oh, I think it's, it's lunchtime. Shh. And you miss out. But when you honor God, there is no way. God will make sure that they come back from lunch and make sure they sign their document and make sure that you get promoted. Come on, somebody. This is the kingdom of God. I want you to know that God honors His word above His name. We need to move forward. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19. This is what you're looking for. Please put the scripture down. So Samuel grew. Now put your name in there. Say it loud again. And the Lord was with her. The Lord was with him. 
and let none of his words fall to the ground. That's what you're looking for. You want to be the person of such honor that when you pray a thing, you know it's not going to just out. That prayer is nothing. No. I need to know that my prayers count for something. I need to know that when I walk with God, that God's going to speak to me when I need a voice, when I need God to open up those doors. When they tell me you are not coming into the United States, I'm saying I got a God that can answer by fire. Now if you have to go on lunch and you fetch me somebody else to come and serve me, but my words will not go fall to the ground. I'm coming into the United States. I'm walking into the embassy and you're going to give me my peace because it's my season it's my time for promotion somebody shout amen don't let the enemy rob you man of your prayer life people think well God doesn't answer it's because of your dishonor when people are dishonorable what do you expect you get lightly esteemed your words don't your words fall to the ground it doesn't reach its destination did I not say when I go to the United States, all you just say for me is, he's blessed going out, he's blessed coming in. Those words spoke for me through every single checkpoint. Because it's the kingdom of God. So watch. Can I start preaching now? <laughs> go with me to Esther chapter 1 verse 9. Now that you understand the system and how it works, and you're getting some idea of how things work in the kingdom, you need to locate yourself. Queen Vashti, no, Esther 1 verse 1, we're going to go to, uh, did I say that? Mm, okay, let's start from verse 1 quickly. Now it came to pass in the days of Azarius, this was Azarius who reigned um, over 127 provinces. From India to Ethiopia. This is, this is the king. He establishes his kingdom, right? He's got 127 provinces. You must take care of. You getting it? Get the picture. From India to Ethiopia. He's in charge. This is his kingdom. He's sending people everywhere to rule the way they should rule. Based upon his culture. Based upon the kingdom. In those days when King Azarius sat in the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan, that in the third day of his reign, third year of his reign, he made a feast for all his officials and servants, the powers of Persia and Media, the nobles and the princes of the province being before him. When he showed the riches, because you see, did you see riches is a part of the kingdom? It's power, it's riches, it's wisdom. You remember them? Don't forget it, we're going somewhere. Of his glorious kingdom, because every kingdom must display what they've done. That's why God is promoting his people to show off what he's doing in the earth. And the splendor of his excellent majesty for many days. So he's bragging, he's in a season of saying, let me show you what my kingdom looks like. 180 days, you have a birthday party for half of the year. Welcome to the kingdom, amen. Amen. Welcome to the kingdom. And when these days were completed, the king made a feast lasting another seven days for all the people who were present in Shusha and the citadel, from great to small, in the court of the garden of the king's palace. So he goes from, everybody's in a party, 
Then he has a special party for seven days for the certain people that's in the citadel. There were white and blue linen curtains fastened with cords of fine and turquoise marble and, 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 and. This king likes to brag. I mean, God likes to brag on you too. Amen. They serve drinks in golden vessels, each vessel being different from the other. There's a whole lot of revelation in there. According to the generosity of the king. Your, your king is a generous king. I said your God is a generous God. And he loves to brag on, the, on his people. That's why he will promote the right people in his kingdom. In accordance with the law, the drinking was not compulsory. For so the king had ordered all the officers of his household and so forth. Let's go to verse 9 now. You're getting the point. Queen Vashti, the queen is there. She also makes a feast for the woman in the royal palace, which belonged to King Azarias. No problem. We're having a party. Everybody's having a party. Let's enjoy. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Memuhan, Memuhan, that guy, that guy, that guy, and the other guy, seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Azarias to bring Queen Vashti before the king wearing her royal crown in order to show her beauty to the people and the officials for she was beautiful to behold. So this is how God works. He will begin to whatever you've been doing for the kingdom of God, wherever you've been working, your gift, whatever you've been sowing and, and God sees all of that, the kingdom knows. And what He does is when he, when he begins to brag on you and calls you, he says, tell my queen to come. I mean, let, let, them, let, let the world know that I'm a generous king and, 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 you know, beautiful woman around me. This is my wife. My wife, just to stand quickly, please. Let them know I took you to New York and I shopping as to help all the men to understand. I don't hide my wife. I brag about her. Amen. Ladies, be that woman that is, is so proud to have you on his arm. I need to get off that topic. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command brought by his eunuchs. Therefore the king was furious and his anger burned within him. Then the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for this was the king's manner toward all who knew law and justice. He said to the wise men, those closest to him, every one of them means something. I don't have time this morning to go through every single name and what they represent. Kashina, and just go back one. It's all of them there, just um, Masina, Kashina, and, 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 and. The seven princes of Persia and Media, who had access, please now hear, they formed part of the trunk or the stem of the, of the kingdom. He had, they had access to the king. The king is in the roots. His wife is in there. She's misbehaving. He now has to call on these people. He doesn't go there. You don't put your stuff on Facebook. But another day. You fetch the leaders that you can depend upon and they should be wise. The seven princes of Persian media who had access to the king's presence who ranked 
highest in the kingdom. This is the highest ranking. God has got ranks in his kingdom. He promotes people. What shall we do to Queen Vashti, according to law, because she did not obey the command of King Azarius, brought to her by the eunuchs? So they said, go and fetch her. She doesn't want to come. She's in the root of the kingdom. She's in the root of the organization. What shall we do? And Memucan answered before the king and said to the princess, Queen Vashti has not only wronged the king, she's not only affecting the root system of this kingdom, but also all the princes. Watch. She's not just affecting you, king. Her behavior is affecting the stem of the organization. Watch now. But also the princes and all the people who are in all the provinces of King Azarias. This thing is so serious when you begin to mess with the root of the kingdom of God. That God has got to deal with things precisely now. Everyone of them gave different ways of how to deal with it. Christ is found in there because instead of, of killing Eve, he replaced Eve for another day. Here's where I want you to go. Wisdom is the ability to recognize difference, difference in, in moments and moments and, and why, so you may know whom to honor. It's not your cousin calling you. The king is calling you. How you respond to the call of God. For the queen's behavior will become known to all the women. So that they will despise their husbands in their eyes. When they report King Azarius commanded Queen Vashti to be brought to in before him. But she did not come. This very day the noble ladies of Persia. That's my ruling. And media will say to all the king's officials that they have heard of the behavior of the queen. So honor's got to do with your behavior in the kingdom. If you don't understand how to honor God and honor people, you, 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 they dealt with it. They pulled it out by the roots. Ah. Thus, there will be excessive contempt and wrath. If it pleases the king, let the royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persians and the Medes so that it will be not be altered that Vashti, Vashti shall come no more before the king Azarius and let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she. When the king's decree which he will make is proclaimed throughout all his empire, for it is great. We're in a great house. All wives will honor their husbands. Everybody shout that one more time. Say, all wives will honor their husbands, both great and small. Why? Because if the root is rotten, everybody in the kingdom dishonors their husbands and their wives. If everybody in the root begins to tithe and begin to honor God, everybody in the kingdom begins to do the same. 
But if I have people in my presence, not just the sons that's in the root, but leaders that can't tithe and honor God, you shouldn't be near me. Because your behavior is affecting everybody in the kingdom. A volunteer comes in and finds out, oh, we can just mess around. When you are part of my staff or even part of my leadership and even go further into sonship and you call me father. Scripture says, why call me father if you can't honor me? Where, if I'm your father, where's my honors? Because this is the root of where you're going to. We're not, let, let, me, let me tell you today. This is not about trying to control people. This is about to free you for your purpose and your destiny and your inheritance. Here's the point about honor. People's behavior in the kingdom of God matters. You have five things that you would lose. You, you, you think that God doesn't see at home? You think that God doesn't pick up your gossip and your slander and, and, and you, you say you prayed but you didn't? Dishonesty and that stuff, you, I don't have to be there. God doesn't have to be anywhere to be everywhere. He sees everything in his kingdom. He's overlooking his kingdom. You can't fake it here. You can't fake it in the kingdom. He knows exactly. I mean, people, you know, put up a face in front of me and, you know, the apostles here, but behind my back, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Now, I, it's not happening. I'm just saying that you can't do that because God sees. Like you're doing things in private and the Holy Spirit left you and doesn't walk into that movie with you or didn't get into that bedroom with you. You'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he sees everything. Here's five things that you would lose. A seed of dishonor will cause you to lose, number one, your position of royalty. Number two, privileges. It, your access is lost. Access to the king gets lost. Your behavior, when you're dishonorable with your money, when you said you're going to tithe and you didn't, and you're making excuses, or you said you're going to serve and now you know, the hairdryer went and you, you, you're just making excuses for life. God's looking to promote people. I'll deal with the positive now, but just a couple of things. Number three is your provision. Because the palace has got all kinds of provision. God's got all kinds of provision for you. But you lose it through a seed of dishonor. Number four is protection. Your covering is gone. Because you choose, I'm getting up, I'm leaving like a leaf. I'll just go and go do my own thing. You better be planted in another church. It's your covering. They're here to protect you. The Bible says, don't make, it, don't, don't make it hard for me to serve you. Because the Bible says, it's unprofitable for you. I'm here to serve you, to secure you, your family, your home, your life. That's what God has given the church for. So your protection is gone. Number four, number five, is your purpose, your assignment, your legacy. The thing that you were called to do. The thing that you were born to do, your gifting, the people, the relationships. All of the riches, all of the wisdom, all of the honor, all of the glory, all of the blessing, you lose it. Because you dishonor what God planted in the earth to save you and to keep you. So honor brings rewards. Dishonor brings consequences. Please write this down. Your money comes from your performance before the world. Your value comes from your ability to accurately, accurately represent the king and his kingdom. Your skill, the world's paying you for it. But if you want to become valuable for the kingdom of God, 
then you must understand how to represent Him wherever you go. Your faithfulness really matters. God's looking to promote people, but I'm letting you know where it comes from. I want to know that it's not just anything. God is promoting His people based upon His system. Because what's He looking to do? He's now having to go and find out, spend a year, and go and find me a woman that can replace Vashti. You would have no need for that book if Vashti just obeyed the call and was honorable. The book would have been called Vashti's Kingdom. But the book is called Esther. Because there was a woman that was faithful. There's a woman that could go and present herself and be honorable. She had her uncle Mordecai who taught her how to honor the Lord. He had, she had an uncle that says, now let me tell you how it works with the king. You need to go and you need to, be, she, she, you need to behave a certain way before the king. I want to let you know the color that he likes, he likes red. Because you're going to spend six months and you're going to smell so good and you're going to be presented. Did God not give you a word the 31st of December last year. This is the word. I'll never forget it. God gave a word for this church. He says, if you give me a year of your life, watch what I will do with it. If you just commit to me and wait on me, I will give you your husband. I will give you money. I will set you up in victory. I will restore you in the kingdom. Did he not say that to you the 31st of December? That you had to make a vow and a commitment to him. And I'm watching how people are being promoted. And I'm watching how people God is sidelined and say, not that person, not that one, not that one. Because they made a vow to God and they stuck with it. Why? Because those who honor me, I will honor. So what, what, what Esther's got to do, she's got um, to become valuable. And the thing that Mordecai counsels and mentors her in is honor. She says, now learn how to walk honorably. Because honor has rewards. Dishonor has got consequences. And all honor comes from the heart. Give you scripture quickly. Victory in this life is predicated on only two things. Your willingness to conform to the image of Christ and your understanding and application of kingdom principles that makes ruling and reigning possible in the earth. This is called the principle of honor. Hallelujah. Let me jump past some things. Please write this down. This is really powerful. Honor is a seed that produces a harvest called access. When you've got access to the anointing or access to wisdom, I said this last week, what you don't get by revelation God gives you through relationships. So if you're a dishonorable person, number one, you don't get revelation, and number two, your access is taken away. I don't spend time with dishonorable people. I refuse it. You're a fool to honor dishonorable people. You keep hanging around with dishonorable people that hate the church and speak bad about your pastor, and you sit and you entertain that nonsense. What do you think that seed is inside of you? Where do you think you're going to end up? That seed's going to grow. The devil just wanted you to sit and say, complain about the church, complain about your pastor, and the pastor just wants money, and, and, and. Are you really believing that nonsense? This is the kingdom. You need to repent and abort that seed because it's growing. 
your attitude towards the church and the house of God and the nonsense that you speak and then post it like a, you know, like we must hint on Facebook when you post that nonsense. It's growing in you. I'm watching people that are so gifted, losing it. Not because they're not gifted. And they quote the scripture, my gift will make room for me. No, you're dishonest, disqualifying me. All failures in life can be traced to a place of dishonor. Dishonor to God, dishonor to man, dishonor to his principles. To dishonor means to trivialize, to esteem lightly, to downplay importance. Please hear me today. Men and women rise and fall in life according to the barometer of honor in their lives. That's your measurement. Ruth and Esther have books in the Bible named after them for the same reason they honored God. This king was awesome. He was phenomenal in his achievement. The men around him had credentials that made his kingdom work that could be in charge of 127 provinces. Please hear me, every one of you leaders. Listen to this apostle. and This is a warning for you. You're part of my leadership. You were supposed to take what's in this roots and make a volunteer and the world and the crowd that's looking for God and the people that are trying to find the kingdom and get into the kingdom. You weren't supposed to make it hard for them. You were supposed to be the one that makes it, gives them access and believes in people, believes in their gifts, believes in the next generation so that this can extend across this whole area. So families can be healed and businesses can be raised and you need to represent the kingdom of God accurately. Everybody shout amen in this church. And here's the message for every one of you leaders that are this close. No matter how, God, how close God moves you to greatness, never forget that you're standing next to greatness. Vashti's dishonor was intentional. She never repented and she never apologized and the and all the elders knew that this woman, because of her unrepentant heart, remove her because it's going to affect the whole tree of the kingdom. Mordecai taught this girl that if she can rise, in, if she, she will rise in the palace if she understands the principle of honor. Now listen to this. David, Esther, and Ruth all came from rejected and neglected backgrounds. They never qualified for greatness in the palace, but could eventually function in the kingdom and become part of greatness to make history for eternity. Why? Because of honor. Hmm. Here's the secret of Vashti. It's a secret for life. Mark this one down. Your life can either be a witness or a warning. You can live your whole life that way. They can say, did you see how that person lived? That's a warning from God. Did you see how that person lived? They became a witness for God. 14 years old and Kaz is a witness. That till the end she could stand and say, God, I believe you. So the Bible's here to teach us when you're reading through the Bible, it's because daily we're either becoming a witness or a warning. Look at your neighbor and say, become a witness. Say, I, no, pray for them. Say, I'm, I'm praying that you become a witness 
of the goodness. You're going you're gonna to show for the favor of God. Your behavior can slow down the momentum of the kingdom. This woman's behavior halted all the celebrations in the kingdom. Okay. Dishonor in the kingdom makes you an odor. She stank up the place. Honor in the kingdom makes you a fragrance. Everybody's better and feels better even sitting next to you. You're smelling really good. You're looking really good. Ah. I think you get the message. Psalm 75 or 6. I, I don't want to get into preaching because you're preaching to give people breakthrough, but you've got to teach to bring, give people understanding. Please read with me. For exaltation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. Next verse. But God is the judge. He puts down one and he exalts another. So promotion doesn't come from the east or from the west. It comes from the Lord. He's looking to bring people into the kingdom. Now he doesn't have to take anybody down to bring you in. But if he has to, he will. This is his kingdom. Final thoughts. Matthew chapter 15 verse 8. These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. That means I can sing songs even on the worship team, but my heart's not with the team. All honor and all promotion God looks at the heart of men. That you must have a heart of purity. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 5, please. And he said peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Yeah. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and he invited them to the sacrifice. You know, Saul had dishonored God. God said, I've, uh, you're still mourning over the man that I've taken down. I found someone else in my kingdom that a man that's after my own heart. A man that I can promote. He's a young boy. He's taking care of the sheep. He's out in the fields making sure that the people are okay. God's promoting people in the season. And he's looking at the hearts of how you treat his kingdom business. How you take care of the money. How you manage his stuff. How you manage his people. How much do you love the kingdom of God? How much does this church matter to you? Your prayer life. It's just like people treat the place like a lotto machine. Like, you know, I'll give my 100 rand and 1,000 rand I'm expecting by tomorrow. What a terrible, miserable life to live. What about your purpose? He said, peaceably, I've come to, to the sacrifice. So God sends Samuel to a new house, Jesse's house. And he begins to line up all the sons, seven of them. And he starts to anoint them, and he starts with the first one. He says, this is God's man, right? So he says, so it was when they came and he looked at Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him because he got a new king. Because he looked like the man, but his heart was wicked. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. Because I have refused him. In the kingdom of God, you need to know that God can refuse you. It's not your gift. 
It's what's happening in the heart of a man. Do you love God? Do you love His people? Do, do you love His presence? Do you love what He loves? Do you love His church? Are you willing to volunteer and say, my agenda's next. I need to hear God first. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God looks at the heart when He begins to promote in His kingdom and He brings you into a deeper place. This was a shepherd boy that his father was embarrassed to line him up with the rest of the brothers. David was born out of wedlock. His, his father was embarrassed to show him off. He believed it was his sons. And God, Samuel says, no. There must be someone else in your house because the Lord says the anointing is going to come upon this boy because if you must give birth to another boy, he's coming. But somewhere you have another son in this house because the Lord's not wrong. Do you have anybody else? He says, yes, I do. He's, he's taking care of the sheep. He's about the father's business. He's caring about the people. He has a heart for people, man. He has a heart that will go and search and take care of the flock. He's not looking for a title. He's busy. He says, go and fetch him. He brings him from out there. Brings him into the, for the lineup of the, of the men, of the brothers. And God puts his anointing and says, this is the man. And this boy who was rejected and neglected, God takes him from being a nobody and doesn't have to bring an application to anybody and makes him a somebody for the kingdom of God. And he brings him all the way from the top there and he puts him into the roots of his kingdom and he says, there's your new king. God is looking to promote people in the season. You need to clap your hands this morning because God is looking to promote somebody in this place. Somebody who's been faithful to the kingdom of God. Somebody who's obeyed the voice of the Holy Ghost. Somebody in the midst of winter, you still been crying out to God and saying, God, how's this going to work out uh, in the midst uh, of my fight uh, and my child not being healed? Uh, and God, I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to magnify you because God uh, look, is looking to promote His people. He's looking to bring somebody into their destiny. He says, that's my boy. He is anointed. Put your oil on him. It looks like nothing, but he's able to take out Goliath. He's able to deal with everything on the way because when my anointing comes on you I'm gonna make you what the world could never make you I'm gonna bring you into what the world could never bring you into this is the kingdom of God this is the season for promotion God's about to elevate somebody who's been in a fight and said God I've made a vow I will give my offering I'm gonna tithe and in the midst my struggle I don't know does anybody else see it I don't know who it is that came here with no petrol in your car who are you I'm hearing this word who are you who's here that struggled to get petrol to come to church come stand right here I'm filling up your tank come be right here Don't let the dress code fool you. Don't let Facebook fool you. 
There are people that are in a fight of their lives. They got nothing going for them. But there is an anointing in this place because you are struggling and saying, God, when are you coming through for me? There is an anointing in this place. I'm going to find some sons that really believe in my message that will fill your tank and fill your tank. God bless you on your way. Everybody shouted amen. Now, if you believe in what I just preached, Make sure that this thing happens. If you don't, I'll fetch my own money and I'll do it. But this is your opportunity. I'm not begging anybody. This is the kingdom of God to make sure that the kingdom and its testimony can extend. Now the Lord bless you. Now lift your hands. Lift your hands. Receive. This is the last day you'll ever be broke. Now in the name of Jesus, you will never run out of, out of money. You will not have more month than you might receive that anointing. There it comes. Shoo. Now, power of God, there you go. <sighs> Father, in the name of Jesus, release your blessing upon your daughters. Receive the blessing of the Lord. <sighs> there you go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There it's done. Your tank is filled, your tank is filled, it's done. Another son will come and take care of that thing. I call it done in Jesus' name. Welcome to the kingdom of God. Come on. Welcome to the kingdom of God. There'll be no need even over this, even over the, the, the graduation service with Kaz. There'll be no need. Whatever flowers you want, my daughter, whatever you want, whatever celebration, it's done in the house of God. This is the kingdom of God. You will lack nothing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why? This is a generous kingdom. This is a God of more than enough. This is a season of promotion. Because God don't look at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart of a man. And I'm telling you now, let me give you what's happening. Heaven on Earth conference happening on the 18th to 20th of November. It's called Heaven on Earth. The conference is from the ground up. I have, I have a whole team from Cape Town coming up to reignite the fire inside of you for the love and the lost. To, to love on the lost. We're going to go on the ground. People are going to get saved. We've got Jonathan Rubain coming in. We're going to have a time of worship and going to magnify the Lord in this place. But we're going to reach our communities. We're going to love on them. From the ground up, God is finding the next David in this place. Esther. From the ground up, go and find her. She's an honorable woman. All the girls are lined up. The king says she's the one. Because when you come into the king's presence, let me just give you one quick one. The king likes red. You like purple. You don't wear purple coming into his presence. You give him what he wants. Because worship is not about you. Everything is about Him. Come on, God loves you. But worship is not about you. You must give God. God is looking for true worshipers. And God, if He's looking at me, not everybody is giving it to Him. You need to be the one that is able to give God the praise and the glory. Come on, just magnify Him this morning. And begin to praise Him in the midst of this environment. I feel a royal kind of anointing in this place.
by the Spirit of God, the search is on. If you've been faithful and you've been doing what is right, God's coming to visit you with a vision, a dream, as you've been honoring God in His kingdom. You need to understand the power of His kingdom, that God's a promoter. Give me my phone, Bridget. reading announcements and I'm preaching and you guys have got me doing all kinds of stuff here this morning. But let me, let me, let me give you something before the worship team comes up. I get a message. <laughs> How many of you know Gershwin? So if you don't know Gershwin, Gershwin is your chef that wanted to be a preacher so badly and came to me and I, I counseled him for a year. And he came to my training. That's a bit of an advert for somebody. I got a leadership training session. You can come spend a year with me. And in this, um, I want to preach and no opportunities and I'm not seeing this door opening. I said, what else do you do? He says, well, I like to cook. I said, so why don't you start cooking? Because you don't think that when you're cooking, you're actually ministering to people. It's your ministry. So Gershwin, the rest is history. It's been a couple of years now. Gershwin's name is everywhere. He's cooking, he's busy. He's in service this morning, you know? Oh, he's here? My son is here. Clap your hands. He's, he's amazing. So, so I, I have a volunteer session. A hundred and some many people came. Oh, Thursday night, came to listen to the word. And the reason why this all started because of that session. And I said, we need food. I want to feed all my people. What do we do? Gershwin says, give me the ingredients. I'll cook for you for free. So what does he do? He volunteers in the system. He's got my attention. I get to pray for him differently. Because he's making the ministry work. He's making me look really good. Because that food is really good. He's not alone. Natash, we celebrate you, my baby. She's amazing. She's amazing. They come in on the ministry and they begin to just serve their gift. What gets my attention is that we do have somebody to cook. And Gershwin's first. He's like, Natasha's saying, I'm in. She's in the children's ministry and just serving, just serving, just serving. As a family, just serving, volunteering. Can I read you? A week after he serves me and you. Good day, Apostle. I trust that you're doing well. <laughs> I was out cooking in Fockville last night. It was a very last-minute request, but by His grace, I made it happen. And when I returned, I listened to last night's teaching as I couldn't miss out on the new series. I was truly blessed by this. As always, the reason for me writing to you now is to inform you that a function was just confirmed. Just don't clap yet. A few minutes ago, for the 29th of November, for 300 VIPs, hold on, hold on, 300 VIPs, including the president, the ministers, and other delegates. This has been postponed twice already, and I want to ask you to pray with me and cover this one. 
One week. Give me some water, please. Give me to Ronaldo. It's okay. It's okay. My volunteers, I want to celebrate them and spend some time with them. Can you use your gift, please? He brings his gift to the table and he pours it into the kingdom. He waters the roots of the organization. And one week later, boom, here comes your blessing. You're going to thank the Lord that His system works. You're going to thank the Lord this morning that His kingdom works. That God is no respecter of persons. If you honor God, God's going to honor you. If you can follow after God, God will make sure the blessing touches you, touches your home, and promotes you. Can I have the team up? It is time for the church to begin to understand that God has got a system that is not a man that he should lie, that everything that he's doing is for your benefit, it's for his kingdom, it's for his glory. It doesn't matter if you're David, it doesn't matter if you're Esther, it doesn't matter if you're Ruth. God can fetch you from the backside of the desert. And when you honor God and you begin to honor his system, boom, here comes the blessing. Boom, here comes the honor. Boom, here comes the, the increase. It's time for promotion. Somebody shout it. It's time for promotion. Say it's time for promotion. <laughs>